When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 519. How much exercise do you need for a healthy heart? By Teresa Bronner with goodlifezen.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, reading you some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there with permission from the websites. Now, today's author is from a contributor at Good Life Zen, which is a site I read from quite often. And in fact, today's topic is a question I get a lot from my students. So what's the minimum I need to do to keep my heart healthy? I'll hear this from patients too. Just tell me what exercise to do and for how long and how many days a week and I'll do it. Well, sometimes that works out and sometimes it doesn't. And I'm sure you're curious to hear what this author has to say, so let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. How much exercise do you need for a healthy heart? By Teresa Bronner with goodlifezen.com. During your life, a healthy heart will beat around two billion times. Amazing, right? But if you're not careful enough, things like chronic heart disease or a sudden heart attack can cut that number short. All of us are at risk, but do you know just how many people die prematurely each year because of heart disease? I bet the number is much higher than you think it is. According to statistics gathered by the Centers for Disease Control, in the United States alone, around 600,000 people die from heart disease. But the country has more than 300 million citizens so the number is not really that high, right? Guess again. If you look at it more closely, heart disease accounts for 25% of deaths in the US. And if that's not scary enough, you should also be aware of the fact that 715,000 Americans have a heart attack every year. And if that doesn't make you take better care of your heart, nothing will. So, what do you need to do to keep a healthy heart? In short, you need to start exercising as soon as possible. If you exercise on a regular basis, you'll not only reduce your risk of heart disease and get in better shape, of course, but you'll also increase your chance of survival if a heart attack does happen at some point or another. So if you're thinking about this for the first time in your life, the next logical question is, just how much exercise does your heart need? Furthermore, you're probably wondering what exercises work best. Well, and what about your diet? We're just scratching the surface here. But don't worry, there are a ton of studies that deal with these questions. So without further ado, let's take a look at some of them. Heart-friendly exercises. Okay, let's start with the good news. You don't need to spend 40 hours in the gym every week to be healthy, not by a long shot. But how much exercise do you need? Do you still have to clean up your schedule in order to train? The answer to this question is hiding in plain sight. You don't actually need to go to your doctor to find the answer to it. The Department of Health and Human Services has a guideline on their site. They recommend 75 minutes of hard aerobic activity, 
or 150 minutes of moderate aerobic activity per week. Now, 75 minutes per week is a minimum. 150 minutes would actually be better. This regime includes easier exercises, and all it takes is five days of 30-minute long exercise sessions to fulfill it. For instance, you can have three 10-minute long sessions every day, and that would still count. At least two strength training sessions every week. While this will take up less time, strength training is naturally much harder than regular cardio. So you should start slowly, but once you get in better shape, you should have two or three 45-minute sessions every week with exercises that target every muscle group in your body. So as you can see, you don't have to devote too much time to fitness in order to lower your blood pressure, your cholesterol, and keep your heart pumping steadily. On the other hand, if you spend a vast majority of your day in an office and or attending meetings and you don't have enough time for a break, start small and commit to 30 to 40 minutes of exercise every week. Because don't forget, something is always better than nothing in this case. Bonus point, cleaning up your diet. The diet is as important as exercise is to your health, but for many people, changing their diet is simply too much. Some have deeply installed eating habits that simply can't be changed overnight, while others think that changing their diet is simply too much. Now, those are just common misconceptions, of course, because A, changing your diet doesn't actually take too much effort. B, it doesn't require any extreme changes. You don't even have to give up sweets completely. And C, it can reduce the risk of dying from heart disease by 50%, according to Dr. Steve Nissen. Needless to say, you'll have to devote a couple of hours every week to grocery shopping in order to carefully pick your foods. And once again, if you feel like you don't have enough time for it, there is a solution. You can easily use a meal prep service that brings fresh groceries to your front door every week. So, what are some of the groceries that can keep your heart in a healthy and steady condition? One, soy. It reduces our blood cholesterol levels and helps keep our cells healthy. Two, berries. Blueberries, for example, are full of flavonoids, which provide cardiovascular benefits. Three, walnuts. They can lower your cholesterol levels by up to 25%. Four, potatoes. Yes, potatoes, because they are high in potassium, which is great for lowering blood pressure. And five, dark chocolate. Some studies have found dark chocolate is great for your heart. In addition, small things you need to avoid. Okay, we told you what you need to do in order to keep your heart in perfect shape, but you'll also have to make a couple of sacrifices. So here are a couple of things you need to pay special attention to. One, eat healthy fats. Although most people think they should cut all of the fats from their diet, that's actually not true. You need fats in your diet, but some are better than others. The one fat you probably need to avoid is trans fat. This is because trans fat clogs your arteries and increases your risk for having a stroke, even at a young age. Two, floss your teeth regularly. You can actually tell if someone is healthy or not just by looking at their smile. So if you or someone you know deals with gum disease regularly, think has bloody gums, chances are they will have to deal with heart disease at some point in their future. This is because bacteria in your mouth can move into your bloodstream and cause inflammation in your blood vessels. So make sure to floss at least once a day, better floss twice a day in order to prevent gum disease. Three, avoid secondhand smoke. People who smoke have a greater risk of heart disease. We all know that. But if you hang out around smokers, your risk of developing heart disease is actually 30% higher. According to ANR research, exposure to secondhand smoke leads to some 34,000 premature deaths every year. 
This means you need to be more conscientious about being around environmental smoke. So as you can see, you don't have to devote your whole life to exercising and dieting to keep your heart healthy. You just listened to the post titled, How Much Exercise Do You Need for a Healthy Heart? by Teresa Bronner with goodlifezen.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's great that Teresa mentioned flossing. I happened to be covering cardiovascular disease in a lecture to my students the other day. And I took a quick tangent because we were talking about nutrition and lifestyle, of course. And I talked about flossing. And it was interesting because the students were actually fighting me on this one. They didn't believe that flossing could help lower risk for heart disease. They just couldn't understand the mechanism. So I had to explain it to them and they still weren't all that convinced. I think I must have trained them well because they just wanted to see the data. So I pulled the research article I was citing, which was a very well done research study. And then finally, they were convinced. And to be clear, none of the behaviors that I just read to you will necessarily cause heart disease. Instead, what we say is they may increase your risk. We probably all know of some person who smoked for 60 years and eats fried food and never exercised and is still living healthy and is 80 years old. You get the idea. There's always somebody like that. And so you're thinking, well, all of this then is BS because I could do the same thing and I could live to be 80 and healthy if I just smoked like them and not exercise and ate fried food and ate whatever I want. Well, the truth of the matter is, when we talk about studies like these, what we're saying is, yes, there are those exceptions. We admit that, yes, there are those people once in a while that totally throw off our data, that we can't explain why they're still alive. But we know for most people, if you smoke, you're gonna increase your risk for heart disease as well as lung cancer. If you don't eat five to nine servings of fruits and vegetables combined most days, you're going to increase your risk for disease. If you don't exercise, you're increasing your risk for disease. So notice, increased risk. It doesn't mean it's going to happen for sure, but it's like playing the odds. Think like Vegas. The more of these quote-unquote good or healthy behaviors you do, the better your chances of survival. But again, once in a while, a person will kind of slip through, they won't do any of these healthy things, and they'll still live to be 100. It happens. But again, don't buy into that. Because again, for most of us, we need to follow these healthy behaviors to live a long, happy, healthy life. Now, before I go, just a quick reminder that we give away books to random people on our mailing list on the first of every month. 
So if you wanna be a part of that for free, plus get some spreadsheet tools to help you optimize your life, come by oldpodcast.com and join the weekly newsletter. Again, that's oldpodcast.com and it's totally free to join. All right, that'll do it for today. I'll be back here tomorrow for my usual Friday Q&A, so stay tuned for that where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.